This podcast is part of the Listen Frederick Podcast Network. To learn more, visit listenfrederick.com. What's up, everybody? It's episode 93 of Beers in the Lot. In this one, we were watching the Panthers and Lightning game as we were recording, so we talked about that a little bit. Talked about the Avs, Nazem Kadri, and we finished off joking about equipment routines before playing games. So let's crack those beers. Here we go. Aaron, what are you drinking? I've got, coming from New Belgium, Summer Bliss. It's a tropical wheat. It's tasty. I say that about everything. You're branching out though. recently. Look at you. You're branching out. You're growing I wings. Guess. I mean, <laughs> this isn't an IPA, so look at it's you. It's not too much it's, of a it's of not, a branch for no. me. But you're you're branching. You're branching. <laughs> Speaking of branches, Daniel, do you have a treehouse beer? No, I don't. Oh no, right. okay. I do not. <laughs> Sorry. What do you I have? Mean, I don't mean to disappoint. <laughs> Danny's on the payroll for them. I haven't confirmed it yet. Well, I'm holding out for my uh, my sponsorship. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I have, by Alpine Beer Company, Keen Idea, double IPA. And uh, it's not too bad. Uh, what are you drinking tonight, John? I have a Modelo Especial. Ooh. It's summer. We're partying. Cerveza yeah. season. It's all good. What about you, Riggs? What are you drinking? Uh, from our friends at Flying Dog, 451 Juicy IPA. 451 Juicy. as a reference to Fahrenheit 451, the famous Ray Bradbury book. Highly nice. recommend both the book and the beer. <laughs> <laughs> this, this thing says it's 11% ABV. It does not drink like it. <laughs> it is very smooth <laughs> we're gonna have a time yeah we're about to have a time <laughs> i was trying to think what they had the other night that was that uh bloodline fruit punch or something so that was uh, pretty damn good during our rv time in hershey <laughs> uh brando actually brought some of that and he brought um the double dead rise which is the old bay beer but it's double the dead rise i don't anyway it was definitely double the dead (laughs) it was it was old bay like holy shit it was (laughs) it was spicy like it it was it was a spicy beer and then you dip some crab cakes into it oh i wish (laughs) yeah exactly yeah Yeah. we should have made some we could have we had a full kitchen and yeah, then, it was uh, a luxury <laughs> RV. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and, <laughs> that will never die. And then yeah. uh <laughs> then he had the fruit punch uh bloodline, which was I thought it was really good. I enjoyed it. I don't know about you, John, but I enjoyed it. I, I liked it. I was more like kind of impressed with that double dead rise because like I'm kind of one of those people, like <laughs> for anything, oddly enough. If you're going to give me it, like, give me it all the way. Don't give me, like, partial or kind of or halfway. (laughs) 
So as soon as we like cracked the bottles, it it smelled like I had like one of those Costco sized tubs of Old Bay, and we just opened the container. Yes, and we're just like <laughs> taking in all the scent. I'm like this is awesome. Like it, as soon as we popped it, I was like, "This is great." It just like the smell and everything. It was, it was good. It smelled like a seafood house. <laughs> yeah, it smelled like a fish. Yeah, it was a really like crab shack. Yeah. <laughs> Well, that might have been because of the three dudes that were in the RV <laughs> <laughs> playing hockey playing an RV. <laughs> we stayed in the trailer. We didn't live in the trailer. Like, come on. Like, let's, like, come on. Let's tone it down a little. Like, I get, I'm all for the self-deprecating humor, but come on. Like, bear us. <laughs> oh, man. Had some good tilts. Last well, had some tilts. Did we had some tilts last night? <laughs> tilts were had. Tilts were had. Good or not, who knows? I actually thought that the game between my team and Daniel's team was pretty good. Yeah, our game was, was good. It was it was fast paced. It was close. The uh, scoring yeah. back and forth. It was it was a good game. It did, yeah, it went back and forth, but only in the third. <laughs> like it was. We jumped oh, out yeah, to like six yeah. to one in the end of the first, first and then yeah. and we couldn't score until the last four minutes of the third. So, you know, it was close. So it was fun. Yeah. I like those games. It was good. Came back, made it a game, and then you guys took over and scored two more what at the end there. What was the final? Uh, eight or nine, seven. Nine, but seven, yeah. it was basically eight, <laughs> seven. The ninth one was a weird kind of fluky goal of 15 seconds left. Was the goalie in net? He was actually, yes. Okay. Valid accounts. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta check here. I'm just making sure. I didn't hear. <laughs> I, yeah, I was gonna say I didn't. I didn't hear of any violations last night. I thought we were in the clear. Yeah, you had to, you, you had to scream at somebody in the parking lot again. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> yep. uh, we just had to yell at somebody again. Yeah. And you guys, it wasn't a good tilt no. <laughs> in terms of closer, that sort of thing, but. Uh, you played. <laughs> they can't. They just can't figure out that black team. Mm. <laughs> I think it's poor management. Starts at the top. It's two seasons in a row. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I don't know what's going on over there, but <laughs> they so they may have to launch an investigation. There's some ballyhoo or something going on over there. There's some sort of malarkey. I don't know what. I can't put my finger on it. Full-fledged investigation well, you're into the, it. You're the top man for the job, so. You know, I agree. <laughs> Go represent us to the old, fat, bald guys hockey league player association. <laughs> yeah, jo- Johnny, were they missing guys? I don't. I don't know who's on the teams. I barely know who's were, on our. They were team. actually missing one. One of the stronger skaters. So like, yeah, yeah. That that would have. And actually, we would have been better if the two guys that showed up late just would have stayed home. But <laughs> I've been saying it all season though, and I like everybody, but like. I'm sick of this, man. I yelled at two guys week one because I knew we had a billion guys. I'm like, get an alarm clock. This is stupid. Yeah, there is nothing like, worse than you're you're playing your first shifts or whatever mm-hmm. in the first period, and then all of a sudden, some guy comes out of the locker room and just totally messes up the lines. Yeah. <laughs> and you're like, okay, now we got to figure out how to do an odd number of wingers or what. Like, uh, just well, and the worst thing is like people look at it from the bench. 
and and like it's one of those like what what uh they see versus what you see so like oh look so-and-so's here and i look over and i look at it like it's pennywise you know the scene from it like he's waving the arm the extra arm that he just bit off i'm like man it's just like horrifying i don't want to and i can't i don't know especially because what was it two weeks ago we had everybody there and actually we played another team that we probably would have had i think a better effort if we got into a flow but no one got into a flow and it was and it wasn't like there was penalties or any of that nonsense it was no one got in a rhythm it was just so goofy I just you get so many even... guys and you just you end up having to take shorter shifts, which is great for the NHL when guys are, you know, in shape. But <laughs> for our level, we need like a couple of minutes on the ice in order to just get warmed up, you know, and it, it does not it doesn't work well. Did you say you... a couple minutes or a couple periods? Well, when you're only getting like <laughs> 45 seconds to a minute on the ice at a time, then, yeah, you need a couple periods. But I mean. I'm talking about a couple minutes in a shift. <laughs> like, yeah, you just, it's, it doesn't, we're, we're moving so slow that if you're out there for a minute, then you barely have time to get down the ice and back once. <laughs> what? How fast I'm exaggerating. Holy <laughs> shit. I'm this hyperbole. I just wanted to make sure. <laughs> I was like, cause like part of that, I could totally tell you were serious. And then the other half, I'm like, wait a second, hold on here. Like I'm grabbing my desk here. I'm like, hold on. I don't. I don't know whether or not I should be offended by that. That you actually thought I might have been serious. Come on, John. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, there are some guys. It does take them a full minute to get. You don't want to paint a bad picture for our viewers. (laughs) Yeah. No, they can go on the live barn and see the slow motion replay of it all. (laughs) (laughs) It's not slow motion. Uh, slow motion for me. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Speaking of slow motion, though, is that what the the Panthers are playing in right now? Well, they're about to be stopped. They're about to be done, aren't <laughs> Stop they? Stopped motion. <laughs> they're about to be zero motion. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Curse of the you President's know, Trophy or something, right? Or some nah, such. No, nah, you know what I think that is? That is a team who mentally did not adjust. That yeah, doesn't seem That's like a, it. They they couldn't adjust in the caps they did just enough to get by and and they're playing against a team now oh god it kills me saying it like tampa looked i wouldn't say they looked average against toronto because it's definitely not the case but in game seven late in that game it did not phase me like tampa looked different than what i saw the last two years and heading into the florida series i was like man this team gets better every night they they do little things better. They do everything better. Vasilevsky reclaimed his form. Bob looked great in the series, I think. He he was not the issue. It's everybody around him. Barkov, I mean, ooh. Everyone said he's like, oh, he's the most underrated player in the league, yada yada for the last couple of years. I'm like, playoff wise, I don't I don't <laughs> he's overrated, I think. Barkov, but- more like Farkov. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. No, No, I I told uh I forget who I was talking to in the lot last night about this series, but I think like Florida's one of these teams where they're like a young playoff team. They don't have a lot of that experience yet. 
So they just don't know how to turn the switch on. Tampa Bay, obviously, back-to-back cups the last two years. Like, yeah. They have all of the experience. Yep. You know, and, and especially in that core, that Tampa Bay core with Kucherov and Hedman and Stammer and all these guys, Sorelli, like, they have all the experience. So, uh, you know, Florida just, once they went down, especially at home, like they start the series at home and they go down 2-0, it's over. Yeah. yeah. Like they That's they tough. don't they don't have they don't have the experience and the mental fortitude to go through that. Well, especially so. that that game 2 gaff. 5 seconds left, you leave Ross Colton in front. Oh jeez. Yeah. And I, and I get <laughs> like the I get kind of the gamble. They saw Kucherov, so they're like, "Oh, we'll outman him behind the net 2 on nope. 1." And it's <laughs> like, "Well, no one had the hindsight to go to the net." Yeah, and it's like, oh, uh, okay, and then you're you're down two bagel going to Tampa, and we saw kind of like that. I don't even think it's real what some of the Florida Panthers guys were doing late last night slash early this morning. I think that's kind of a BS report. Whatever they were going to see a gentleman's club or whatever it was. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, there's no but way that's true. I well, I was telling Danny the one guy on the radio was like recanting the story from. An inside source is like, we, we know this guy. Like, we know. All right, great. That instantly tells me bogus. <laughs> the other stat, I loved how they threw out. They're like, yeah, in the last two games, they've, they've outscored. They've scored more goals than, than Florida has in the entire series. I'm like, really? That's shocking. They're up 3 nothing in the series? For real? Wow, what a stat you just read. <laughs> like, come on. Like, that sounds so bogus. Like, get out of here. I mean, whatever. I mean, and also, yeah. if it happened, like, whatever. I don't care anymore. <laughs> like, Florida, I was <laughs> right. super excited when they entered the playoffs. Off my radar. You're done. They're dead to yeah. me. They'll be back next year. Here's the thing with them, right? Like, they've scored one power play goal in... They're one for 29. In nine games now, right? Like, it's... They're on the power play right now. They just couldn't, they couldn't get it done there. And then 5v5, I think they actually played pretty well. I haven't looked at the numbers, but I feel like they've played pretty well. Uh, like they're like right now, as this game is about to be a minute left in the third period, <laughs> like they're out shooting Tampa 48 to 24. So yeah. clearly, you know, there's some chances there and everything. And Vasilevsky's probably playing the best game of this, this playoffs right now. Um, but you know, they just, I, I think you're right, John. I think coming out of the regular season in the playoffs, they just didn't know, like, okay, it's time to flip that playoff switch because they haven't done it before. So they just, you know, it's going to take them, you know, probably this setback, maybe um, another couple years of setbacks as it, as it seems to go for a lot of teams. And then, you know, they'll figure it out. But well, I mean, it, it's kind of funny. Like, we, you know, we were, that was the one question about Florida. We're like, oh, uh, you know, let's see what happens with Bob. That was a question mark. It had nothing to do with the offense. We thought the defense was going to be okay. Five on five play all season. They were crushing teams left and right. They were the number one team off the rush. And it was like in scoring goals and generating chances. And we were like, oh, it's all Bob. Let's see what happens. And Bob was not the issue. It was everything else. The offense and mentally, they just kind of collapsed a little bit. I wouldn't even say they really started. Yeah, 
It's just a young team. That's what I just it is. think I just think like pucks aren't going in for them. Like, it's yeah, just, that too. They ran out of puck luck or something. They're just not going in at the wrong time. The very <laughs> wrong time. You know, you go that you go that streak, whatever it was, that ten games where they were scoring five plus goals a game. Gone. Like, like <laughs> you know, maybe you used all of it up. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Statistically, shooting percentages tend to average out at like nine percent. So if you're like really hot, you'll regress. And I don't know. Andrew Burnett's face right now says it all. <laughs> <laughs> just a just a wince. Not even yep. like a just wincing. Like it it almost physically hurts, you know, to watch that team get swept. It's a completely different season. Yeah. The one thing too I kind of read early on about like maybe mid season, right around the all-star break. Cause Quinville apparently from whatever happened. You know, unfortunately, with the Chicago Blackhawks thing, the NHL deemed him, you know, not worthy of continuing his coaching tenure with Florida. Andrew Burnett said he didn't change anything from like what Q put in. Sure. So I that raises a red flag to me now because I'm not saying he didn't do anything all season because he was at the helm. I'm sure he had to do stuff. I'm, I'm not saying he didn't. But I think some of the tactics and the and kind of the mantras of how they were going to the ice surface every night, maybe there's something there that Q was able to push, you know, maybe if he was potentially there versus Andrew Burnett, where he's yeah. totally green in this situation. And it's his first rodeo too in the playoffs as a coach. And especially young team, new coach. That's versus look what's on the other bench. You you play John Cooper and our boy Jeff Halpern, like, you know, very seasoned team. John Cooper knows a lot of those players intimately because he either had them in Syracuse or he's been in Tampa for a while. So that's that's tough. Tough. Florida's got to get rid of Claude Drew if they want to get back to the playoffs next year. <laughs> that's probably part of it. <laughs> well, that's his streak. He's got that streak going. He makes the playoffs every other year in every his whole other. career. It's yeah. every other year that he's made he's been in the playoffs. All right. Aaron, well, how would I how would you feel if I told you that Claude Giroux's main purpose for coming down to Florida was to help shore up the power play? Oof. Oh. <laughs> yeah, no. Wow, wow. Yeah. Well, like, okay. So they also had Jumbo Joe yep. on the squad, and they didn't play him at all in the series until this fourth game. That they just got right. wept out of. Yeah. And he's one of these guys that distributes the puck and might have been able to help you out. And he's a when, big body. He can do a few things. When when you started going 0-4 against Washington, and then you're going to play Tampa and you start out 0-4, like maybe, you know, that guy that could pass the puck really well and it's been in the league forever, like <laughs> Maybe that guy could help you. I'm also curious too. Did they ask him? Maybe not like give him like, hey, we're not playing you tonight. But was he in the power play meetings? Because he's a guy like I would definitely. I mean, shit. Look at the players he's played with in the last like oh, ten yeah. years. Like especially when he was in Toronto with uh, Willie Styles and Matthews and Marner. Like he, I'm sure he has no problem chiming in. 
and an elite passer like he is, those guys see the game at a level that they 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 exactly. know the game so well. That's Absolutely. how you have to know the game that well in order to make that like that kind of a living as a passer and as a puck distributor. So absolutely. Yeah. They absolutely should have been utilizing his, uh, his input on something on power play or on right? something. Yeah. And, yeah. And especially a guy like Joe, like no slight against him. He's never been fast. He's just a big boy. Who's very smart. Who thinks at a, he's one of the kind of like what you said, Aaron, he's very special at what he does and he's very good at what he does. Right. Just and, like get him like, in the, like, yeah. why didn't they get him in the games? Like when they, yeah. when they saw what was happening at home, they, you know, they dropped two. Okay. Yeah. You dropped the first one. All right. You're playing, you know, defending Stanley cup champs, Tampa Bay. Like, okay. You dropped the second one and you're going, you're going to their building now. It's, it's time to like, we got to figure something out. You know, right. I don't know what other lineup changes Burnett made, but like, I just, I, I saw Joe Thornton playing tonight and I was like, well, why now? Yeah, yeah it, like, may, it doesn't make sense. <laughs> right? Yeah, like, it's like the Cam Talbot thing in uh, in Minnesota in the in the first round with Flurry yeah. and everything. It's like, well, why you know? Yeah, why in that game put all the pressure on him? He hasn't seen any action, you know. And yeah, it's garbage. I feel bad because I think like I don't well, mm, you never want to say never, but like I don't see Joe getting another contract. Unfortunately, I think it was his last kick at the can. Yeah. I mean, maybe he gets one more, maybe, but he, he didn't even play half the games. I can't help but think, like, watching him go through the handshake line, he looks like old man River. I mean, he, <laughs> he looks, he looks, he looks like he's too old to be playing. I mean, oh. he, he's not, I don't think. Oh, I think Sharon? that he does have some life in him, but he, he I'm sorry, oh. John. He just doesn't oh. look Aaron's like he's, he's, he's able to keep up with this young man's game, I guess. I don't know. Angry. <laughs> oh, well, so angry. It's, it's not the age, it's the mileage. It's the mileage. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's not a mileage. <laughs> <laughs> He, he shouldn't be playing. He should be in a home. He, should yeah, be in a, he shouldn't be playing. Like, that's the next. That's the next step. Oh in my yeah. God. Aaron's like, like Aaron's like I'm yeah. sending. Aaron's like I'm sending them life alerts. They need to be prepared. <laughs> oh, I picked man. up Papa Joe from the home so he could help him on the power oh. play. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Oh, am i wrong so though like he looks he looks he really old there yeah but i, I think that's know. part of his i think that's part of his deal with the yeah it's part of his allure actually the, the crazy beard the yeah 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 like i i i forget <laughs> um it's when it's when he was still with san jose and uh him and burns started growing up and, yeah yeah and brent burns was doing it because he he did it because he read he somewhere about like <laughs> No, <laughs> uh, he read. Yeah, he read somewhere about like the like pirates would like grow their hair and their beards out weird and and to like you know scare people and and shit like that. <laughs> so he was trying to do it as like an intimidation tactic, or it was like tied to Vikings or like whatever. And and, and like with Joe Thornton, I think it was just to show people like, hey, I am I am older and more experienced than you, and I'm still beating still you. Still doing it. I'm, yeah. I'm still. 
like putting pucks in places that you didn't even think I was going to go with it. And my guys were scoring off those plays. Like, I think yep. it was all about that. Like, and I wouldn't be shocked too, knowing Joe Thornton, especially since you saw some of the stuff he did with the Leafs, like almost as like, Oh, Brent's going to grow one. Hey, Brent, I can grow one too, buddy. Ha ha. Yeah. Like, almost yeah. like a joke. And he just <laughs> yeah. kept it. And you yeah, know, like, right. it was just like, almost like a bit that he just wouldn't let go. Yeah. So, I don't know. Even though he's coming for you now, Aaron, because he's going to be like, oh, Aaron has a beard. Yeah. I'll show yeah, you. If he doesn't get picked up, he's going to have a lot of free time on his hand. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Better watch out. <laughs> Joe, you free late July? You want to come and play in a hockey tournament? (laughs) (laughs) He's 42. I'm 42. Well, I mean, think about it. The league's like young. He's in the NHL. (laughs) (laughs) I look younger than he does. (laughs) (laughs) True. Did you have a beard too? (laughs) I do have a beard. No, I just actually looked it up. He's yeah, he's forty two, and in thirty four games played this year with the Cats, yeah. he had he had ten points. He had five goals, five assists. He's hmm. he's not ineffective. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, his time on ice is he's only playing like eleven minutes a game. So I mean, he, yeah. he came in the league when he was eighteen, right? Did he come right in the league? I think uh, so. Yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah, like his Boston. first season was ninety seven, ninety eight. Yeah, weren't uh, him and Marlowe one and two? If I remember that right, uh, I don't. I he was the first overall, that. yeah, first overall yeah. in '97 with Boston. Yeah. Yep. He yeah at 18. Yep. Yeah. 1997. Yep. That's when I was 18. <laughs> and that checks out. <laughs> here, here. I'll read. I'll read very quickly the top 10 of that NHL draft. You ready? Joe Thornton, <laughs> Patrick Marlowe, Ole Jokinen. Roberto Luongo, oh. Eric Brewer, Daniel Kakachik, Paul Mara, Sergey Samsonov, Nick Boyton, and Brad Ferentz. Paul Mara is the only only one of that that I'd be like, nah, not really interested. <laughs> but even still, Mara was still, I mean, he's still good, but not Marion not, not in the 12. same class. Yeah, yeah. Marion Hosa went twelve. Hosa went twelve. Wow. Man, no. <laughs> <laughs> the draft doesn't matter it's all bullshit <laughs> bingo yeah but if you think bingo. Like, I, it is but if you look at that draft the top five all panned out pretty damn good that eight yeah. out of five, the top ten good. were great were great picks really yeah yeah penn's got a guy that i don't even think he made the lineup uh robert domi sounds about right for the pens <laughs> for a yeah, while around that there, time. anyway <laughs> He played 53 NHL games. <laughs> 53 more than us. True. <laughs> yeah, but I don't think he won a Calder, so I beat him. I don't think he won a Calder. <laughs> He's never had the, he doesn't have a pick with a Calder. Calder yeah, he didn't win a Calder like me. <laughs> I'm sick of this Edmonton Oilers love. I'm done with it. Why? I like McDavid and Drysaddle. The rest of the team can go kick rocks. I'm done with them. You just want they're passengers. They're passengers. Yeah, they're not a team. This is crap. <laughs> that that team's full of passengers. They're all just there for the ride. And Lucic slowed up. He should have barreled him. He didn't <laughs> barrel Mike Smith. He slowed. Never up. liked that guy. That Lucic guy. Never liked him. You know what though? That guy found second life 
in Calgary. Yes, under in the Calgary, right. he's been way better in Calgary actually. In and Boston, I, you know who I think of? It was different. I think near the end, near the end, Boston. Boston I think he just he Boston. Was he was Boston. he was a way better player. No, I, like, I, I mean in particular when he would get hit cleanly, he would just go off the absolute reservation and just oh yeah 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 it was he, he was yeah. i hate that i hated yeah. that i thought yeah that was, I think of, he's matured right like he has matured yes right, he's way better right, in Calgary. right right but uh like that play no call like come on yeah like, mike smith i well, think he missed he just, it john yeah. was saying he should have buried him yeah <laughs> yeah well, <laughs> no he even said he said uh I don't think yeah, it was right after the game, but it was like the after the morning skate media availability. He was like, he's like, if if I had charged him, we both would have been out next game because yeah. he, he would have murdered him. He he would have really hurt Mike Smith, and he probably would have hurt himself going into the end boards. So you know, come on, you could see it in the replay. Like he's clearly trying to hold up his his uh, his steel is parallel to the end boards he's trying exactly. to stop yeah he's trying to stop if he if his steel was perpendicular to the end boards he's moving forward and he's you know trying to at least glide if not go faster into mike smith so yeah right he wasn't doing that like whatever even sutter said something like could you imagine if he actually charged him right because he said he's like what was the call a oh, charge can you imagine he and he's like he even kind of breaked like yeah now is it a somewhat reckless play is it a dangerous play sure should should people think about what they're doing when they're going back to make that play yes and that's why you get penalized for it you know but whatever i just don't i just i don't like i said i don't like all this edmonton oiler love well it's dry settle and mcdavid that team is full of passengers so I don't care what anyone says. Who's going to go after Nazem Kadri tonight? Apparently some fans. <laughs> <laughs> but see, all right, that's another play. I, Nazem Kadri didn't do anything. Yeah, I don't, I, I don't understand what everybody's upset about with that play. Isn't, that, yeah. isn't that what John, Don Cherry said all along? That Nazem right. Kadri didn't do anything. <laughs> yeah. Probably. Oh my God. Anyway, you're, just, you're full of it. You have like a wow. You have like a whiteboard up yeah. behind the, yeah. the, the camera. Reasons like, I don't like this yeah. guy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Holy shit. Aaron has a Aaron has a flow chart today for everything we're bringing up. He's dropping a bomb and leaving. <laughs> no, to uh, for the record, I disagreed with with Don Cherry from the get go on that. Yeah. I thought Kadri was yes. absolutely belonged and should never have gotten the hate that he got from Don Cherry. What so. if what if Nazem Kadri was still on the Leafs? It's a good question. Maybe they'd be in the second round. They probably wouldn't be, but <laughs> 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 but if you change anything with that team, it changes from no to maybe. <laughs> yeah. I mean it's yeah, a good point. It's yeah. just a question, right? Like if they had figured out a way to keep him on the roster, you know, then he's that he's that agitator player that can contribute offensively that I don't really think they have, right? They don't they don't have, you know, they don't have a Tom Wilson. Right. Now Kadri's not a Tom Wilson. He's more like a Marshand, I guess. But 
Mm-hmm. All these type of players can contribute offensively and also make the other team think about them, yep. which is, you know, that's a problem. So, you know, what if the Leafs still have them? Well, and I Who remember knows? when Colorado got them, it made me think, I'm like, man, Colorado is just going to be horrible to play against because <laughs> right? Rantanen, Rantanen takes care of himself. McKinnon throws people around like he's a bear. Landis <laughs> Cog, and certain... In certain situations, is legitimately a menace. He just snaps. Is, yeah, Land, has, Lando. Lando <laughs> just hair like, trigger. He'll snap, yeah, and then he just yeah. he turns into like Bob Probert. Like, yeah, he just, <laughs> he just grabs people and starts punching them. <laughs> and is it is like a Swedish NHL player? Like you don't see that. Yeah, that's not nor- not typical. You don't yeah. See that. So that's why, it's, that's why he it's has C. That's, that's right. Why he has mm-hmm. C. Yeah, and then you kind of look up and down their lineup. They're like, they got some guys that can kind of handle themselves, and they're fine. And so now you had another guy. So they have like four guys in their top six that only that not only are like horrible to play against because they're offensively talented, but also they will get in your grill. Yeah, that's rough. Pieces of the puzzle. That's, that's what all they're it doing. Is. They're grabbing pieces of the puzzle. But they got a they got a second hand or a second round issue they've had the last couple of years. I have an odd feeling though against. I think they're they're doing their job against uh, St. Louis. So like that, they're going to be fine. I think. I think yeah. St. Louis is a team that does like they're, you kind of have to make sure they're dead. They're starting to get mm. the injury bug though. The yeah, abs are starting Gerard, to get. Mm. Yeah, it's it's you know. That that's not as big as uh you know Makar obviously, but Gerard plays a he huge does a lot role. of stuff for them yeah yeah a huge role on their on their uh, blue line so that could be a problem. It also has a weird tape job too. <laughs> well, <laughs> so does Pasternak. How dare he? Yeah. <laughs> so does Pasternak, and he scores forty or fifty goals a year, and pencil him in every year. He's good. Yeah. Doesn't matter. Yeah, <laughs> let them do what they want. Yeah, they're they're there for a reason. It's not their tape jobs. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. When the when the scout when the scouts hand in the reports, it's not like oh, nor normal tape job, weird tape job. Yeah, like pros the, good with the yeah. puck, good away yeah. from the puck. Yeah. Cons bad tape, weird tape <laughs> job. <laughs> 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 tapes his stick like he has a broken hand out of here not on my team gosh oh. <laughs> not on my team I'll do that every now and then I'll look at the way like certain people do their stick and I just like I cringe because I'm just like like people that we know there? or like pros yes yeah, people, people we know, we know. absolutely yeah. yeah pros too because i'm like yeah pros are frightening too there are some pros that have frightening tape jobs yeah sometimes i'll tell the players i coach like a lot of times you know they'll they'll get like they'll get like different tape like they'll it'll be like camo or like because mm-hmm. uh, they're kids right like mm-hmm. it'll yeah. be like camo or like you know american flag tape or like whatever flames like whatever and i always <laughs> I always tell them, I'm like, do you guys watch the NHL? Yeah, yeah, we do. I'm like, any of them have that kind of tape? Yeah, hardo. What colors tapes do they use? 
Yeah. Black oh, and white. Just black and white. Yeah. Huh. <laughs> Wonder why that is. <laughs> Maybe they know something we don't. Yeah. You're trying the to only, kill their creativity. The only thing <laughs> the only thing I change, I will use white or black on the bottom, depending on like the day. It's the only thing I change. Everything else, it's always that white handle me, it's, going. It's down. always availability. Whatever I've got, that's what's going on. I don't give a shit. White tape, black tape, duct tape. Yeah, yeah right. Tape. <laughs> electrical tape. Yeah, yeah electrical <laughs> tape. <laughs> one of the guys in our league said something to somebody at one point. He's like, oh, you got that that white tape on your stick. I can't see it. I'm like, okay, whatever. I know. That's absolutely <laughs> bullshit. <laughs> can't yeah. see the white tape on the stick. To make a pass, uh, like sounds like you just didn't want to pass. <laughs> I will I will say this. Peripherally, so like when you're stick handling, right? You know, you're your head up, but per- peripherally, you're supposed to be able to see what you're doing, you know, down low. So I actually prefer white tape because yes. of that reason. And I don't know why it doesn't even make sense because the black tape should contrast with the ice. Better. But it doesn't contrast with the puck. So bingo, yep. bingo. Yes. So like with the black tape on my blade, like it messes me up. Like I get, I get all out of whack. So yeah, I agree with you there. That makes perfect sense. Maybe I should be particular about the tape I put on. I don't think it really. <laughs> it doesn't really matter at our at our level too much. No, I don't think. But don't, it is a personal preference thing. Like which a, it's that's a, a good it's reason. Weird. That's yes. a good reason though. That yes. is a good reason to have that preference that, because again, it probably like, does give you something. When you're that's just, that's just me. That's just me. Like that. Yeah, that's yeah. Like whenever I've had to use black tape on my blade, it messes me up. Like I can't, I can't do it. So, and I'm not a good stick handler anyway. So I need every advantage I can get. Yeah. Same. <laughs> <laughs> Aaron, do you use wax on your stick? No, I don't. I don't use any really crazy stuff. I, I try to spend as little time as possible maintaining my stick as i can actually because <laughs> uh, i just don't i don't i don't like that i don't like doing yeah. that some people enjoy you know like this process of like oh i want to take oh, my stick it. before every game and make sure it's yeah ah, it's just not for me it's just not my not thing. every i don't do it every game tape but i will like check it and make sure the wax is good dude I'm like a tape and, and wax every dude, time it's, it's part of my it's part of my routine like i i'll uh like our, whenever our game times, you know, like on Sundays now, it's at like seven or seven ten, right? So, uh, at like six, I'll start getting my gear together, and if I have to sharpen my skates, I'll start doing that, and then I'll get my stick and I'll tape it up and put the wax on and everything. It's just part of the routine. It's just to make sure that I've got everything that I need and I don't have to worry about anything once I get in the car because if if I have to, like, if I forget something and I have to go home to get it, I'm not going back to the rink. I'm just going to stay <laughs> home. That is ridiculous. <laughs> That's ridiculous. You live five minutes away I from know. the rink. That is absolutely <laughs> ridiculous. I know. But I, five I just, minutes, and that's with hitting know. every traffic light, by the way. <laughs> yeah, know. every light. <laughs> but I just yeah. I just don't want to deal with it. Like, so <laughs> I just make sure that I have everything that i need and that and it's it, that's all that's for it's not like superstition it's not like oh put the right side on first like i used to do that but i don't it, it doesn't matter mm-hmm. anymore like it's just mostly to make sure that okay both elbow pads are in the in the 
bag, both gloves, helmet, both skates, you know, everything's in the bag and I've done everything, you know, in a certain order. So I know that everything's there. And when I show up at the rink, I just, you know, put the tunes on and grab a beer and get dressed. Yeah. There's, there's no worse feeling than, than getting there and realizing that you forgot something. Um, just as soon as you get to the room, just dump, <laughs> just dump your bag. Dump it all out. Yeah. That's the way you check. Yeah. Just dump it. <laughs> no, that's not the way you check. I'll be honest. I, that's why, I, that's why I, I said that's it. Such I was... a, that's such a pet. That's a, I have all these weird pet peeves when I'm in the locker room. Like, if you start dumping your stuff out like a three-year-old on Christmas, like I got a problem with you. Uh, if you you're, have, not, like, a you're not a fan dis- of spreaders, huh? People, no. the guys you spread out. No, <laughs> no. I almost like I have like I have a shower bag, and then I have like a tape slash accessory bag, which has a lot of stuff that everybody would say is unnecessary, but weird. Anytime anyone needs anything, they ask me because I have it. When I get, I usually stack it to whoever's going to sit next to me. I stack it up next to me, almost like a sandbag preparing for flood. Like, I'm like, this is my space. (laughs) Don't encroach. It's there for a reason. I'm like, I mean, well, you guys have seen me. I'm like, yeah, kind of OCD. Yeah, you're a spreader. (laughs) Yeah, I'm not (laughs) a full spreader. I get my area together. Like, I have a space. (laughs) I I can just imagine, John. It it's so you would come in with a roll of tape and just tape off your area on the bench. <laughs> so people would know. If I totally you put could, lines on the bench and be like, "Don't cross the line, dude." If I could, I would. In certain people, I'd be like, "You have to get you have to get the ticketed number to come in the locker room. If you don't got it, you're not playing tonight. I'll be scratch. Sorry. <laughs> I got, yeah, I got issues." issues or not we still love you john just like we love you listener thanks for your support keep it coming and we'll keep the episodes coming we're seven away from 100 so you can expect episode 107 weeks you can also expect me to talk about discord in the outro and here it is beersinthelot.com slash discord to jump in and basically get content from us on demand. Like for real, jump in there and we'll talk to you. But if we don't catch you there, we'll talk to you next week. See you next Wednesday.